In the event that you find the accused guilty, the bench will not entertain a recommendation for mercy. This kid is guilty, pal. It's as plain as the nose on your face. So why don't we stop wasting our time here? We're gonna all get sore throats if we keep it up, you know. All right, it's the Not Guilty Podcast. Back again for a series. Well, do we want to say the movie title yet? Um, Can you burp a little bit closer to the microphone? <laughs> I didn't quite get the reverberations uh, of it. Sorry. <clears throat> okay. Um, the episode you are about to hear is extremely unpleasant. You the movie wa- you're about to see. You could watch this or Elf. <laughs> <laughs> the happy little Elf. Yeah, I saw that one when it first started. You saw that movie? No, no, I mean like I saw the similarities there. All right. I think it did it come out around the same time? I think it was the same year. Wait, 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 wait. What year did Elf come out? That I don't know. I'm looking I know it this up. one. I'm looking right. it up. Today on this episode we're talking about Elf. It came out in two thousand three. <laughs> ah, so this would have been a year after. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. So this was definitely like There was throwing shade. Yeah, throwing shade at Elf. They're definitely throwing Which shade. Is Eternal Sunshine came out in 2004 as well. Throwing shade that way, too. Who cares? <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's a false starter. Elf has a 64% on Metacritic. I'm not surprised. That's actually not very good for, for that. I actually thought that was a pretty good movie. It has 84 on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it is a holiday classic, but... Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. It's not a leisure watch. That's true. There's some... It's overall, it's a very good movie, but there are certain things that have not aged well. An elf? Yeah. You mean like the claymation? Well, <clears throat> I thought that so was I cool. Think, I, I think, think it's still cool. I think it's more of a stylistically. Stylistic I liked it. Thing. Yeah. I thought okay, the first two acts hold up really well in Elf. Yeah. The third act seems like four acts thrown into one. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah, Elf needs to be taken down a notch. That's we need to do that. <laughs> We're critiquing a it's kids about time. movie. <laughs> It's about time. Somebody. All right. Uh, so today we're talking about a series of unfortunate snickets. Lemony Snickets, a series of unfortunate events. The longest movie title ever. Um, the title's pretty unfortunate. Yeah, it is. It's Whoa. very long. Just uh, because I, I had the hardest time looking up information about this movie because I kept forgetting what it was called. I kept thinking <laughs> it was called like the Chronicles of Bad things or something <laughs> the chronicles of uh snicket mm-hmm. um yeah That's i mean I, I saw this movie when it came out i believe i saw it in theaters and i had a this is alex by the way and uh kind of had a uh was kind of a big fan of it right away really really liked it liked uh i don't know what did you guys think this is kyle here uh <laughs> i liked it a lot it reminds uh, this was a movie that, like, my sister and I can like agreed that was a really good movie. So it was kind of the only one we watched. Like, we'd take it on road trips. Did you and guys? Stuff. Uh, did you guys hold a uh, a vote um, to see if you guys Actually, agreed on on, on yeah, how the did. movie? Yeah, we did. Because we when we went we on brought road, it to the uh, brought it to the polls when we uh, when we'd go on vacation and stuff. We would go and um, we'd always like take a movie to watch in the car during the trip and stuff. And this was always. The movie, oh. just because we both liked it, it was interesting. So, 
I've seen this movie a so lot. So you guys of agreed. Times. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Nice. What about you, Chris? What was your what was your experience with this movie? Um <laughs> I my mom got it for me on DVD in like 2006 <laughs> and I watched it and I liked it. Yeah, so I mean this movie came out in 2004 and uh I think it's kind of ahead of its time to be honest. Yeah, story-wise. I thought it was interesting. I thought it it felt like a movie that could come out today. Yeah. And to this was your movie actually that you brought yeah. today. Yep, it was my choice. Your choice. And, uh, I really like this movie. Okay. So and so, like, we're... So, it meets the criteria of p- choosing a movie for this pod. Okay. So, all right. So, if you're new to the podcast, uh, the reason why it's called Not Guilty is because these are movies that we love, even though the world uh, and critics or both have told us that we should not like them. Yeah. Um, this was a movie that actually wasn't, like, extremely hated by critics. But it was, like, easily forgotten. Kyle's brought the movie this week. Yeah. And asked us to watch it and to help him determine whether or not he's an actually a guilty this should, is a guilty pleasure should i movie. proclaim from the rooftops that i really enjoy this movie exactly and exactly. share it with we're gonna others get down to the bottom of that yeah we're gonna we're gonna get down and dirty and dusty there mm-hmm. was a lot of uh dust in the count Olaf's house it was actually making me a little nauseous and really there. yeah i was like oh my gosh they're breathing all this in i know it's fake but you know <laughs> um 71 weird. rotten tomato score which is not like by any means, the worst we've done. Um, but it was a major box office flop. There were supposed to be sequels, and they canceled the series like immediately. Was it really? I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it leaves you on a cliffhanger. I was like, I got to know who the Snicket character is. Did it really? Yeah. I don't, it, I don't think so. I mean, it kind of had a conclusion, but it didn't It didn't tell you like what was next, because he said that, you know. Well, you read the books for that. He gets away. It's a film. <laughs> you, re- you read the books. Well, that's what every good film does, don't they? Like, you know, Harry Potter really should have just been like, you know, if you want to get the rest of it, just got to read the books. If you want an in-depth thing, <laughs> read the books. This was a great overview movie. <laughs> I feel Jeez. like I, ha- I, I Harry feel Potter's like... <laughs> Harry Potter movies could have saved a lot of time by just doing like three movies at a time, three books at a time. I know. Yeah, just do three books at a time. Just why wrapping you, up each chapter. Why are you def- like categorizing this with Harry Potter? Like this is <laughs> young adult fiction, man. They all the same. <laughs> yeah. Ready Player One. Yeah, that was actually a really good movie. I haven't seen. It. I read the book. Oh, did I, you? I'm a reader. Uh, it'll never live up to it. That's what were I there, hear. Were there Easter eggs in I there? Actually, here's the thing. Oh, I I didn't super love the book. I thought it, I thought it was a fun story and all that, but I thought the characters were kind of young adult fictiony. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, like Katniss Everdeen mm-hmm. and Edward. <laughs> I, movie, I I thought Katniss was better. The movie was what? Hunger? You mean book wise? Are we yeah. talking movies or books? Hunger? I mean book. I guess books then i don't know she wasn't like a great character young adult fiction characters are typically not great they're just upset about hormones and whatnot. boy oh boy you said it <laughs> yeah you said that that was very good very very good but you know what do you guys think of the main characters were they like easy to like get into no really it took me a while um, I'm going to have a different opinion than Alex. I, I thought they were actually really well established, and even though they were intentionally deadpan in sort of a Tim Burtony kind of way, I still thought they were well, like well developed and sympathetic. Yeah, like, I think particularly of that scene where they were, um, 
setting up the silhouette of their parents the in, sanctuary. Their, in their room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they made that, like, I genuinely was touched by that moment. Yeah. That's a, a big moment. Well, I think. I think the question was, did, like, well, I don't remember what the question was. I mean, who cares? But uh, what I will say is that um, I did really end up liking the characters by the end. The main characters, the three kids, the yeah. Bo- the Baudelaire's. Baudelaire children. They were really That's cute. That's I mean, the baby was really adorable. Mm-hmm. And this is the music. Thomas Newman, the guy who makes the ranches, he uh, directed this. Makes the ranches? Yeah. The Newman. You the know, what? He makes like the, the salad dressings. Oh my gosh. Newman. Good one. <laughs> What? It would be much better if if that Newman wasn't also a famous uh, Paul Newman, yes. Hand Luke. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is beautiful. They're essentially the same. Yeah, Thomas Newman. My wife's about to pop in. I think Thomas Newman did a great job on this soundtrack. Oh, you're not kidding. The music was really good. Mm-hmm. I actually listened to the score. I think as in total, more than I watched the movies. Like, I actually yeah. listen to this soundtrack. Are there any soundtracks that you guys have had where you've actually listened to the soundtrack more often than, like, the amount of minutes you've watched the movies? Mm. All, pretty much all the DC movies. Yeah, yeah. I'd say for that's me... Your, that's your pump-up-the-jams music, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Interstellar. I really love Hans Zimmer's work on that one. Oh, yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, this is a big one for me. The Life of Pi, actually, I think is another one. It's very similar. It actually is really similar. Who did the soundtrack for Life of Pi? I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna look it I wish up. there was a way to find out. Michael Dana. Mm, Dana? I, do, I, I don't know. I just pulled it up. <laughs> <laughs> did you just say a name? Um, no, no, I actually did, actually did look it up. Uh, all right, so uh, Kyle... What was what were you thinking when you uh, when you decided to do this movie? What were what were you, what were your thoughts? You you know this has been your road trip movie and stuff. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Um, I chose this movie essentially because, I mean, it only has seventy one percent, and I don't understand. Like it's a you, you think a, it should be a hundred? No, not necessarily. I mean, there are some things that so are you hate it kind of stop. <laughs> Oh, every time. I don't know why I decided to do this. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. Why do I do this? Stuff? Well, tell us what it's about. Can you tell us what it's about? It's about these parents die, kids become orphans. They get yeah. adopted by this weirdo named Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think that's actually a really great way of putting it. Yeah. And um and then the adventures continue, you know. They hop from uh, uh, from foster home to foster home until they get back to uh, the weird Uncle Jim Carrey. Yeah, I mean, if you just boil it down to synopsis, it could be pretty frightening. What? I'll show you later. Um, <laughs> I do definitely want to talk about uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah, I want this, to talk about him too. This had a great cast. Like it did. Some, some big names. Oh, I mean, yeah, you had a couple of people that really had nothing to do. Uh, how about, how about, uh, how about uh, Jane Lynch being in the movie for literally one second? She was all right. literally one was second. Was she big in 2004? Was uh, that- I rest my... Never mind. <laughs> That's what Sustained. I thought. I don't know. What, what's the term there? 
<laughs> you had a good point, all right? <laughs> Meeting adjourned. This has been the Not Guilty Podcast. I mean, you do have a good point because, uh, you know, she's not that popular. Oh, oh what? <laughs> it's going great. Um, <laughs> I'm doing well. It also had well. Mel Streep. Yes. And I did not like that character. Really? But I know it's, you know, based on a book, but she stresses me out. Yeah. I think one of the one of her best characters that she's ever done. <laughs> what? <laughs> aside <laughs> aside from uh, River Wild, Meryl Streep. Can I quote you? Kyle. All right. We're going to go movie by movie, and you're going to tell me if you think okay. it's better. one of her best roles. Let's do it. Um, <clears throat> Don't mention adaptation, because Kyle did not I like did not adaptation. I did not like that movie, no. All right. Out of Africa. Uh, now, when, I, when I'm going to have that? to say she was better in a series of unfortunate events. I'm going to have to say it. Devil Wears Prada. Mm, series uh, of unfortunate events. Doubt. That's all right. <laughs> series of unfortunate events. <laughs> Aunt, uh, Aunt, uh, the Iron Lady. <laughs> mm, oh, Aunt that Josephine. Was, that was Fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox. Uh, Aunt nah, Josephine. She, yeah, it was just a voice. That wasn't a character. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> she was great in Mamma Mia. <laughs> oh, Mamma Mia. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, we found one. Yeah. Stuck on you, uncredited. <laughs> uh, that might be another one that she's, I don't even know what that movie is. Mm hmm. Stuck on you. Is that like a is that you know what that sounds like? What that sounds like that would be like an animated kids film, like a feature film, and it's about like something that sticks onto something else, like uh um Flubber. like a leech or something, a, a couple of uh we're, you know, let's just spitball it. Let's start, you know, coming up with a synopsis right I, here. I will t- I did like her in River Wild. That was a pretty good movie. Nineteen ninety four. Good nugget. Good nugget. I never saw River Wild. Oh wait a minute, River Wild, Kevin yes, Bacon. that's good. That is a good movie. It only has a 55% on Rotten. You know, maybe it's not that good. I don't remember. <laughs> now that I think I about it, it, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Just in general, where does everybody land on Jim Carrey? I think he's the worst part of the movie. Okay. But, no like, bit? in general. No, not a bit. In general? Yeah. I'm really annoyed by Jim Carrey now. Okay. I. Jim Carrey, 1990... Like, because of this movie? Ni- no, no. 1990 okay. through 2000. Awesome. And no, no, no. 2000, Eternal Sunshine, great. Um, and then after that, you know, he. I just find him a little, okay. you know, a little space cadet. And then watching that movie, Andy, Jim and Andy, or, or that documentary, makes you kind of hate. I kind of walked away from that going, I kind of hate Jim Carrey now. <laughs> Mm, spoiler alert yeah. i haven't watched it yet i could see that he's such a jerk to everybody so yeah. kyle what do you think about jim carrey um i like <laughs> in the in... movie or in general um in general okay he only has a couple good uh roles i liked him in eternal sunshine <laughs> you don't say <laughs> he's only had I a couple say, good actually. roles yeah i mean i didn't really like him. you like his dramatic roles yeah i didn't really Dumb and Dumber was okay. I don't know. Oh, boy. Did you like La Liar? Yeah, a little bit. How about uh, the Penguin movie? I don't remember what it was <laughs> Mr. Called. Popper's Penguins? What about um, Batman Forever? He was the Joker, right? Oh, yes. my God. Or the Riddler. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. No, he was the Joker. You had it right the first time. <laughs> That's Heath Ledger. All right. <laughs> what? 
Jack oh, Nicholas. It was Jack Nicholas. Listen, I'm not a I know superhero son. That's Chris's uh, <laughs> genre. You know, I'm more of the weird. I movies. regret asking this question. <laughs> All right, what do you think, Chris? What do you think of Jim Carrey? I'm glad you asked. Um, I have a very uh, complicated opinion of him. I think when he when he plays the role the director has set for him, I think he's really good. Mm-hmm. The problem is, I don't think directors really direct him. I think they mm-hmm. just say like, just go at it, and we'll just let the camera roll. Oh yeah. Now, um, I think that's why I think his best movies are movies like uh, Truman Show and yeah. Eternal Sunshine because uh-huh. it's like he's say. actually acting. Dude, I was I am agreeing with you. Don't make me regret <laughs> this. Um, oh, I will. <laughs> and Don't make so, me yeah, direct. I think. This? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Regret. Ah. Uh. Do you, I mean, do you, are you trying to run us off? <laughs> no. But anyways, uh, yeah, so um, why I don't, I don't like movies where they just let him do his thing because he doesn't know when enough is enough. Yeah. However, I think this role was actually really good for him because he's playing, really? he's playing a character who is a, the- you know, a theatrical obnoxious, character. Obnoxious know? theater yeah weirdo so it's like mm-hmm. like he's kind of over the top this was already the character that's why i don't like controversial opinion but i don't like his grinch movie because he's not playing the grinch he's playing jim carrey in green fur yeah i think um i'm right on the money I, I did not like the grinch and it's kind of funny because i think uh i think now it's harder to watch those movies because it's so jim carrey mm-hmm that it's really hard to, uh, you know, like them, enjoy them. Um, there's a quote from R.L. Stein in an Entertainment Entertainment Weekly interview he did, and he was talking about basically a, a really horrible movie can ruin a book franchise, and he was basically talking about why why Lemony Snicket didn't 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 work, um, and he said what happened to the Lem- He basically was saying, look at what happened to the Lemony Snicket books. Jim Carrey ruined it. He was so awful. Now, I haven't read the Lemony Snicket's books, but after uh, on this viewing, because I was viewing it in the in the guise of like, well, did Jim Carrey ruin this movie? Because in R.L. Stein's point of view, he did. And then when I when I looked at it in that view, it almost sounds like Jim Carrey's making fun of this character, mm-hmm. like almost like he's not taking it seriously because he's so over the top. And maybe that's just what his, what he was where he took the character. But I mean, even like, uh, even like, uh, throwing in like, uh, one of the things he says is like, do you have a hall pass at the time? I thought that was like hilarious because that was Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that the book is funny on its own. You don't need a Jim Carrey. You just need somebody to play Olaf. Um, and that was what RL Stein's point was. I mean, I would agree with that. Like, I think the, <clears throat> I enjoy I enjoyed Jim Carrey's performance in it, but I think getting someone else like a not not as big of a name would have worked just as well. Yeah, like, I don't think this movie really benefited fr- benefited from name recognition. In fact, I think yeah, that I think it hurt it. Yeah, I do too. I think that a lot of Jim Carrey movies that failed. Were the movies that weren't you know weren't just dumb comedy movies? Yeah, 
You know, and I think that's when people see Jim Carrey, they're just like Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber. When it's anything other than that, they turn on it. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, uh, one person I say that was actually really surprising and, and kind of as a result, I was like, man, I really wish John Cleese was in more of these kids movies because he was such a sweet presence and stuff. I, I, you know, I remember watching the first few times I was like, man, I really wish he could live with them. I didn't feel that way about aunt Josephine. That's why I was like, she would be kind of a horrible person to live with too. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. When, uh, when, when they're, uh, you know. I mean, and I mean, they painted. And he her, was really good. They painted her in a pretty negative light because I mean, she she gives him up. Yeah, she, she pretty much uh, turncoats on him pretty hard. Pretty hard. Um. Yeah, and when Uncle, hold on, let me get the notes up. Uncle Monty died. Like I, I really felt something there. Yeah, like, yeah. He was a good old boy. He was. He was a good boy. I mean, there are some moments in this movie that all that really do it's it's like okay it's like a huge eye roll the aflac duck i mean seriously i didn't think that was funny at all really like, what what but is it, that doing in this movie it's not anchorman or, or a sponsor you know, i don't know, maybe <laughs> it was like it didn't say aflac but it was like Wah! like it's a like, guy's af. voice af. <laughs> did you guys AF. Did you at least like the uh, the little elf Easter eggs in the car? Yeah, I mean that was. I mean I they were they were pretty they were pretty pretty bold, but yeah, it was that was pretty funny. Yeah, it is really funny how they just. It's like they're. It's like it almost like they're mocking elf, like from the intro, and then he even says, uh, um, "What does he say?" He he says something about like you know. Uh, you might want to leave and go watch the movie about the little elf or something like that. That was a, that he was says, a step big out of movie. your plane, step out of your plane yeah. or theater or wherever you're watching this. It's essentially just kill yourself if you don't want to. <laughs> so I, just a little nitpick for me. This is sort of okay. like my THX is just like whenever a movie <laughs> set talks, you know, about theaters and the audience. Oh, it, yeah, it trying takes, to break the fourth wall. Yeah. It takes me out of it a little bit. Cause then like, I'm watching it in a home though. I'm sure the book is yeah. like, close this book. Yeah. Or wherever you're reading this book, you know, that kind I, of yeah, thing. Trying to, trying to, have it, you read the book? Uh, no, but I remember read like, I read the first page. <laughs> you think I'm joking, but that is true because I saw it at a thrift shop and I actually uh, have the book somewhere, but I know it's three books and I only have like the first two. No, and there, I was like, Ooh. I'm pretty sure there's more than three books. <clears throat> no, I mean the movie's based on the first three. Oh, okay. They go through the first three books. The first three books. <laughs> yeah. Jennifer Coolidge, you know, who that is, she was in best in show and a lot of those other movies. She, she, She's kind of a. If you see her, she was in this movie. She was one of the the two ladies, like with Count Olaf. Oh yeah. She literally has no line in this movie either. Was she like the dark haired? Uh, no, not the one from Eternal Sunshine, but the. Yeah. Wasn't gonna say. And she's anything. hilarious. She's got a voice that's kind of like. That. Yeah, she was in Gentleman Broncos as well. Oh yeah, the mm-hmm. one. The, mm-hmm. Her name was what now? The crappy snake. Jen, Jen, Jennifer Coolidge. So you guys really didn't like Jim Carrey. I, I just I just I thought didn't it was, say that I said I did like him. Yeah, I mean I, I did not. Alex, yeah. I did not. Sorry, no. this is it Kyle. Is here Alex, talking to Alex. Alex, you guys. I did not like Jim Carrey in it. I actually do think no. It's it's a weird thing because I thought he was really funny. Yeah, and he said a lot of really funny stuff. But I feel like it subtracted from the effectiveness of that Olaf role because okay. 
I could see, you know, if you love the book, I could see that being just like, is this guy is not Count Olaf at all, and he's like really. That's what they say about uh, Neil Patrick Harris has done a much better job in the new in the new one. I, I don't know, but uh, well, in the Netflix series, I'll speak to that a little bit. I haven't seen the show yet, but I did watch like a comparison of uh-huh. the show and the movie, and there were times where I couldn't tell who was who. Oh yeah, like honestly, like, I watched a little bit of the first very episode. Similar. It was really similar, even down to the uh, to the way. I mean, I, I mean, it's of course based on the book, but they did do a lot of a lot of similar things. Hmm. I mean, the look is even similar. It's just a little more like yeah, more full of life. I'd say a little more fun. Um, um I think uh, yeah, they. <clears throat> I think the show is more outright funny. But I think it's also paced much more slowly, which makes sense because they're doing it like book by book instead of um, three books into one movie. Now, I would like to ask, what did you guys think of uh, Jude Law's narration? Oh, I like Jude Law. Yeah. It was pretty good. I thought thought it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Where's he doing the narration? Where's he typing this book up at? It was in the clock tower. Of what? Of the city? Yeah. Big yeah. Ben? Yep. Are they in London? Well, I don't know. It's Junior Ben. Um, ben Junior. You've read the book, so... Save the clock tower. I read the first page. That's true. <laughs> I, they didn't explain that? No. I do really want to know how this mo- how this, how this this all ends. And I read think the books. I, yeah, well... <laughs> or, oh, yes. you could just start with season two of the series... <laughs> Oh, is that where it, is that where it picks up? Some, I don't know. That's where Something it like ends. <laughs> it didn't and I've heard renewed. that the series got canceled. I'm not sure if that's if that's true or not. Uh, I've heard that it is. Well, like nobody likes it, even though it has like a pretty good rating. I know. I've heard good reviews about it, but I haven't I haven't heard anything mm-hmm. else. Yeah, no one I know who's seen it has enjoyed it. I really like the cinematography of this movie, though. I think I, it's a good looking movie. It, yeah, it was not like it was cool looking. A lot. I, of, I think I like the set deck more than yeah. the than the cinematography. Like the set, it was mm. really good, and and you know the costumes and stuff like that. The CG is a little dated now. A lot of things look kind of like, especially when the banana peel pops out of like mm-hmm. when it's yeah. total CGI and the car driving away at the end almost looks like a paper figure. Maybe there, that was intentional. There is one moment when uh, Sonny <laughs> catches something, and it's just a CGI baby, like completely. Oh, yeah? yeah, and it's it was a little weird. I will admit. I honestly, a, okay, so a lot of movies try to sort of mimic Tim Burton's style. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of times it doesn't work because it miss it misses some of the ingredients that he has in it. Like, it's not just about aesthetic; it's about a mood, atmosphere, like the emotional state of the characters yeah and i think this is the closest anyone's come to really doing it successfully in my opinion yeah. mm-hmm. um even more so than a lot of modern tim burton movies because i don't think tim burton makes tim burton movies anymore really yeah i mean he's definitely more in the he makes more family movies it's really kind of interesting mm-hmm. he isn't other than i think uh what's that last movie he did that was like big eyes or whatever no no that well i guess yeah but the uh that was i don't think that was a uh, a rated R film. It was an R. It wasn't an R. What do you think? All right, there's two things that Count Olaf does here. He he removes his tattoo somehow. It's makeup. They say that. Yeah, but I mean, do you think it was makeup? 
Yeah. All right. How about his leg? Where does his leg go when he becomes the the pie, the? <laughs> There's so many different. There's some really me. funny humor there too when he's talking to the. I mean, it's to, it's totally a Jim Carreyism. But you know how he's like talking to the talking to the lady and then he just flicks his leg up with the <laughs> thing on it. It's so funny. Just yeah, the random mannerisms. I didn't enjoy his disguises as much. I yeah, I enjoyed him a lot as Olaf, but when he was in character. That was, I mean, it makes sense because he's in, he's a theater buff in character, but I still felt like it was Jim Carrey just kind of like going full Jim Carrey. I like the snake uh, handler uh, disguise. I, I thought like that was sense. funny. His, his voice was hilarious to me. And, uh, and uh, when, when they're in um, Aunt Josephine's house where she's like, don't touch the doorknobs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it comes back during the hurricane Herman and all the stuff actually starts happening. Don't do the fridge. You know, it's like a, uh, like a, uh, what is it? Like a Karate Kid situation where all the stuff comes back, and then they, you know what I mean? Um, and there's other or uh, a signs ending. Four ten. Yeah, yeah. four ten. But it totally ruins it because she's. It would have been so much better if she did that, wrote the thing out, and then you found out that she, that was all an act, like to get the kids safe. And then when they came down there, like she was, uh, like it, it seemed like it was done in order to save their lives, but it was just a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? Like to, I think it was supposed to be more like for a laugh because when they came down there, she's not like a genius that told them all this stuff to save their life. It just, those things yeah. didn't happen because she's still a paranoid person. Cause that would have been just so cool if she did all that stuff. Then they came down there and then she was like actually a brave person like she was that was an act you know does that make any sense it does i mean i'm still okay with it as just kind of like a gag personally i I mean mean, i think i it didn't feel like a gag at the time but i think it was supposed to be Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because like because it was almost like too good to be true i was like oh they dodged the fridge because they knew it was gonna fall on they also was like you know kind of like a mr miyagi situation yeah i i don't know i just sort of i felt like it fit with sort of the dark humor tone yeah yeah, and I th- I thought that whole sequence was actually really cool. That was cool. Yeah. I just and it was when it when it, especially at the beginning, like the sound like is turned cranked up. Seems of like. the creaking and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's creepy, man. Yeah, it, I that liked stuff it. disturbed me. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually don't mind the sequence and stuff. I just did did not like Aunt Josephine. Yeah, I did not so like what, that character. It's okay, she did now. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, that was like super. She's such a lousy human being, though. I'm like, are we supposed to root for this person? Because she's like, oh, uh, I'll never tell what, anyone. What do you guys think of like the Order of the Phoenix, like subplot? <laughs> what? The oh, like the <laughs> what? Like how all Harry every, Potter? How everyone was in sort of like this little yeah, oh. and they were all like huddled together, hugging each other. Mm-hmm. It just looked exactly like the Order of the Phoenix picture. I don't remember much enough about Harry or Potter. Or the village. So. Remember the village? Oh, that's dang. true. Yeah. Um, we need to do some more I, movies. I where think that would the be... plot point is uh, is revealed in a <laughs> yeah. group photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was cool. It was cool, but I mean, I think it's something so that was supposed cool. to pay off more in the sequel. I know, yeah, because you know where'd that go? I but I still th- I thought it was cool. Yeah. Now I think yeah. um yeah. I, I don't know. I I looked away for a second, so I don't know if they revealed this, but I read in the like the trivia that 
Um, in the picture, there's like one character who's blurred out, and it's supposed to be Olaf. I did see it. Yeah. Okay. I saw that. In the what? Say what now? In, in the, the movie. In the picture. In the movie. Yeah. Or in the book. In the, in, in the movie. Oh. In the movie, it actually. I saw that. It's actually. blurred out. I was yeah. wondering why. I thought it was like the camera angle or something. Man. It was. Are He's you Tom Riddle making fun of me? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, I mean that's really interesting. <laughs> so he was actually a part of that. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he just started killing them all. Yeah, and in that regard, I think I think it's a pretty interesting story. It's just that it was all set up for a movie that we never got. I know, I know. I mean, it did have a kind of a happy ending, which I thought was a good way to. I I like the way that they ended this this episode one of however many they were planning on doing. Um. Because, you know, a lot of times when they know there's going to be a second one, they won't resolve it very well. Yeah. yeah. But this had a big resolve, which I thought was helpful. Oh, yeah. Helpful for my emotions. This movie is 14 years old. Mm. Jeez. That is so crazy. I th- and I do think it, with the exception of some wonky CGI, it looks like a movie that could be released yeah. today. Yeah. I think I think that is the that is the best part of, of all that. Like I said, beyond cinematography and directing and stuff was the like the set decorations really good and the style of it's really cool too i think the c i think this the reason the cgi fits is because of the style Mm -hmm. like it it just fits that like quirkiness and just kind of weird you know set design that you were talking about and so the cgi like that didn't it didn't bother me much you know because usually stuff like that will like really stand out Mm -hmm. you know for example twilight you know the the baby was just like really weird but even with the CGI kid and Lemony Snicket, like it was, like it was obvious, but it just it just fit like the like weird. I will say the aspect. the CGI baby by 2004 standards actually was I thought was pretty yeah, good. Actually, I was really impressed with it. I yeah. thought that kid was so cute too. Yeah, yeah. All cute, of the dialogue, cute, cute baby. Oh, yeah. All the captions. Okay. I love. It was so funny when I love actually it. said when the baby when she said okay <laughs> Remember talk, or yeah. what did she say okay <laughs> i think so i like it when babies say uh-oh uh-huh <laughs> man i could have used more of that <clears throat> so in the end olaf has to like his punishment is to oh deal with the, all the stuff that they did which were all of those were like impossible to get out of situations that he was not going to get out. Did he die three deaths? Like what? Yeah. What happened there? Can we also talk about like how he married a fourteen-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> but it's legal. It's a little bit of like uh, I mean, did anybody see the Terminator Four? I mean, not Terminator. Uh, Transformers Four. There's like a That's really the gross. I've never seen. Have you seen the newest one? Yeah. Oh wow. Well, this one was this one was terrible. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> As opposed to... Well, this one was actually terrible. Yeah. <laughs> believe it or not. And uh, the one with... The first one with Mark Wahlberg, um, his his teenage daughter, she's like 16 or 17, and then she's dating like a 19-year-old or 20-year-old, and, uh, and he literally, in his pocket, whips out this like mini law thing card that he has laminated and he's like it's actually totally legal he's australian he's like it's totally legal mate called in the romeo and juliet laws i'm like this is so gross yeah i thought dustin hoffman's role was pretty funny and like the one line that he had yeah i mean it was a true cameo just like it's like deserve but imagine if that wasn't dustin hoffman you'd be like what 
<laughs> what the heck is this? These cutaways of this guy just commenting on this movie. Yeah. Like, the only reason that's funny is because it's Dustin Hoffman. I mean, it would be kind of funny. To, to, it'd be funny to just have a random person they cut to with that. I think that <laughs> I would. I think that would just add to the obscurity of kind of what they were going for. True. But Dustin Hoffman made it Maybe. better. Mr. Megorium. Any uh, any that's... reviews? Any other any other reviews or anything like that? Trivia's. I could not find much of note for this movie because oh, yeah. even even like the negative reviews weren't like you know didn't say anything yeah they just didn't really they're just like i just didn't like it I, like a lot of the criticism was just the contrast and tone and from the I book mean, well oh. just like how it was very dark but also very funny yeah and i mean i think if it weren't advertised as a kid's movie like i don't think anyone would give it a second shot i think a second for- look but it i think Again, I think it's just a product, or uh, it was victim a victim of a wrong time. Yeah, because I think if yeah. it's been in, in the eighties or even now, maybe no one would no one would even care. Yeah, um, yeah, true. Yeah. All right, you guys want to do verdicts? Let's do verdicts. Let's do verdicts. All right, Kyle. All right. Um, you want to start? or You want me to start? Um. I'm going to start. I don't have anything prepared, um, <clears throat> so I will say, step up to the step up to the bench, sir. Here we go. Mm. Order. Hello. <laughs> Order in the court. Overruled. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. And I mean, I nice. I don't think it's a, a masterpiece by any means, but I. I think 71 is extremely low for it. I think... Extremely? Um, yeah. I think yes. it holds up really well. It's... Uh, I don't know. I, I laughed a lot, and I was also emotionally invested in the characters. I felt uh, for the characters exactly what I think the writers wanted me to. Uh, I give it not guilty. You like it? I like it. Yeah. Yes. That's good. That's really good. It's very good. Um, the score uh-huh. is absolutely amazing. Like I said, this is mm-hmm. this is one of my favorite movie scores. Actually, it's never good when they start out with the music. And it's <laughs> uh, it's very very good, very very good, very very good. Um, and the story is really good. I I, I think um, I think I'd actually really enjoy reading the books, but I probably won't. <laughs> but I I would if I if I did. Um, I think I would like him. If I ever did, I think I'd like him. That's being totally honest. If I had to tell you the truth, that's it. Um, <laughs> it's good to know. And uh, I, I think the biggest problem with the movie is that there are some things that are just like they make me roll my eyes a little bit. A lot of Jim Carrey stuff is just does not feel natural to me. It feels. I think it's actually really similar to his Scrooge. Now, upon like fifth viewing, it's so much of its. Uh, you know, just him, you know, even whipping around corners and like, you know, doing some weird stuff with his body. It's like in everything he does. So you don't, I don't associate with that with the character. I associate that with the Jim Carrey um, because I don't really get a feel of who Count Olaf is other than, other than the stuff that's played down. I think if he had like, mm-hmm. if you drop all the, all the Jim Carrey isms, you know, like, uh, you know, like the, the, I think there's a, in other words, I think there's a lot of improv and there's a lot of liberties that Jim Carrey took with this role. And I think that 
ruins a lot of it, a yeah, lot of that role. Um, and there are parts that I just I, like. I would just fast forward through, um, like the whole, the whole, the other than the sequence during the hurricane, that whole um, sequence with the aunt. I don't like. I really like everything with the the stuff, but. All in all, I mean, there there are scenes in the movie that are really great. Like mm. the ending um, where they get the letter and they read it. I just thought like, that was just so beautiful where they imagine their ha- their old house and the yeah. music's kicking up and it's and it's just really powerful. Um, I'd say like 100% it's not guilty. Sweet. Yeah, I, I recommend the movie too for sure. But no. just knowing that those are, some, those are some tough hurdles, it's definitely worth a watch. And yeah, I... Totally agree with the whole not guilty thing, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Like, like I mean, looking back on the movie and rewatching it, it's been a couple of years since um, I've seen that movie or seen this movie. And so it was um, like after watching it again, I really enjoyed it. Actually, I was surprised mm-hmm. that I'd enjoy it that much, um, which I think is kind of testament to what I was like, why I chose it because yeah. it, you know, it's just one of those movies that, like I said, like we used to watch it pretty much every road trip and it was just one of those movies that was like really enjoyable and it had the comedy side, but it also had that kind of, you know, dark side to it and it had a good story Yeah, and kept you wanting, like it kept you wanting to watch it. And so I think that's, you know, it kind of gets me excited that I don't need to worry about (laughs) (laughs) feeling guilty anymore. Exactly. Are you going to watch this again anytime soon? Oh, I plan to. Oh, you yeah. do? Really? Like, what's, what's your plans? I don't know. For watching the movie again. Maybe this You gotta summer. have some plans. I might see it this... I might watch it again this summer. Oh, really? Yeah, that actually. Soon? Man, there's so many good movies out there you have yet to see. I know. Like Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> the the new one that's just the remake. Have you heard the... Uh, what? Have you heard there's... Have you Apparently heard? a ton of people are commenting about the new trailer for the new Jurassic Park. It's just a ripoff off of uh, Fallen World. Isn't Fallen World? You mean Lost World? Lost World, yeah. Because oh. the new one's called Fallen World, I believe. Well, the the new one looks really interesting. It looks like it's like the whole island's blowing up and stuff no, like it's, that. From the from the newest preview, it's basically a big like market. They're trying, to take, they're trying to take him to the... A big marketing group is trying to revive what they lost in that mm-hmm. the, the last new one. And, um, yeah, it's, yeah, people on Twitter, like, this is just identical to, well, that's what Jurassic World was. was yeah, I know. Jurassic Park. I don't, I don't really get that franchise, honestly. Same thing, you know, like, Force Awakens was just uh, A New Hope. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I agree. I do agree with that. I did not like Force Awakens. <laughs> and The Last Jedi was just certain episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. I don't know what that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> any other qu- any other uh, any other questions? Anyone? Not guilty. <laughs> Not hey. guilty. Not any guilty. questions? Uh, I rest my case. Yeah. Hello. Um. Yeah. It's so. good to be back. It's right. Re- it's really good to be back. And that was like perfect. I love you. Uh, Can we? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else, you guys? No. <laughs> I I can't think of anything. What? <laughs> Are you? This is uh, walkout music. Oh my god! Kyle, say something. It's your movie. Hey, uh, hello, hello, hello. We hope you're not orphans. And uh, once again, this has been Not Guilty Podcast saying, um, don't make me regret this. Oh.